anything about, but that's in honor of my mum as well. So it's it's a wonderful thing to pay tribute to somebody that you hold so dearly in your heart and to carry a torch for them and to continue that in their in their name and their their humor and their love and their spirit. So um yeah. Grandpa, get more coffee. Wait now. Do you want me to get more coffee? Okay, you okay. get some more coffee, that's fine. Okay, thank you. I, of course, am Mary B's number five son. I have four older brothers, Jim, John, Joe, Jerry. Noise you heard at the beginning, that's my coffee maker, Rhonda. When I need a cup of coffee, I always say, of course, help me, Rhonda. When I need an emergency cup of coffee, I then say, help me, Rhonda, help, help me, Rhonda. Thank you, Rhonda, for another great cup of coffee to start the morning off. Welcome again to Coffee Break with Mary B's fifth son. I am Jeff. All right, let's get rolling with this week's episode 105. Okay, now 105, when I won that 10 grand, it was on 105.9, the drive. Speaking of the drive, today when you're listening is May 14th. It's not only Mother's Day, but it's the anniversary of me winning that radio contest to go to New York for the uh, 40th anniversary of Atlantic Records, which was absolutely great. It is May 14th was the anniversary of the thing. I'm going to put some stuff on Instagram. I actually found the poster they gave us for that, and I have the booklet. That's good stuff. They had the Led Zeppelin reunion with Jason Bonham playing the drums for his dad, his late father's, which was really great. The inter- I think it was 1989 I won that. And again, Pam had given me the uh, Sony head, uh, what were those things called? Producer Walkman? Walkman? Sony? Walkman. Yeah, because that year they allowed operators to wear it, wear Walkman at the, at the council. She bought that for me on Christmas that year. And on February 9th that year, I won the contest. And then we went to New York, Madison Square Garden for that concert, which was hosted by Bill Murray. It was great. Rascals were there, Bee Gees, before disco. So it was fun, absolutely fun. And then also, congratulations, speaking of Atlantic Records, the Spinners were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Congratulations to the Spinners. Their first song, It's a Shame, was co-written by Stevie Wonder's mother. Later, they had one of my favorite, favorite songs of all time, The Rubber Band Man, uh, which I have a clip of uh, Tony Tennille, whose birthday it was last week, on the Captain and Tennille TV show singing The Rubber Band Man. Very good. And one bad news this week was the passing of Joe Cap, former quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings Super Bowl team back in uh, 1970 when they uh, lost to the Chiefs my favorite team, and uh, he was in one of my favorite, favorite movies of all time, The Longest Yard. He was one of the prison guards. So R.I.P. to Joe Cap, Great quarterback, very good actor. He stood well up against um, Burt Reynolds in The Longest Yard. It's Mother's Day, and you heard the intro from one of my favorites, Rona Mitra. Wow. Sergeant Pitt McGraw and uh, Nip Tuck. And then um, my other 
song beginning of it, I'll Always Love My Mama by The Intruders, which remember I bought it at Cake when I worked at Gately's. Um, and I had to put on her, I'll Always Love My Mama on the cake. brought it home on a CTA bus. One of my favorite times there. And I have to tell the story because things in life happen for a reason. So, and I always believed that. I firmly believe that, that things happen for a reason. I come back from California. My mom's sick. It's when she had uh, the lung cancer and she used to do our income tax. You know, I'm coming back. I'm like, all right, I'll be here for a little bit. Wait for my income tax check, which was going to be like $350. And then go back to California. So I'm waiting and waiting and waiting, and it never comes. So contact the IRS. They said, "Well, we issued it. We're showing it's been cashed already." I'm like, wait, what? They send me a copy of it, and my mom had put down our old address in Chicago, one twenty three ten South Normal, instead of our address in Blue Island where we had moved to. I had to go downtown. She wrote the wrong address. I couldn't figure out what happened, and then she she did feel bad. That, you know, you put the wrong address on there. But she did our taxes all the time. I looked at it, I'm like, Mom, you put, the, you put the wrong address on there. Okay, that's fine. So she was sick at the time. And even then, it was an honest mistake. We had just moved or She had moved out of there or I had moved out. She moved out first. And then me, uh, Joe and I were living there, still at 12310 normal. So she probably figured that that was still my ad. Maybe she had to put that address down. When I was collecting my checks from Jewel and Gately's and everything. So I get a call from the FBI, I believe it was, and I had to go downtown and sign my name like 20 times to prove that it wasn't me that cashed that check. Because when he had me doing the signatures in that FBI office downtown, it's like TV where they had me in a room where it's dark and you got that swinging light above you. And they're like, okay, sign it. And I, I felt guilty just walking in there. And my handwriting's so bad that and I looked at the check, I think I still have a copy that they gave me of that forged check uh, uh, somewhere in, in the garage. But at that time, it's still to the state that they knew right away that it wasn't me. So they're going to send me a new one. And uh, in the meantime, my dad had gone over to the currency exchange in Blue Island and told them, do not cash any checks that are written uh, to Jeff. He gets me working on the beer truck. And every other week I'd get my check, which was really good money. This time I tried to go over to cash it. And they said, uh, no, we can't cash any checks written to Jeff. I said, well, why not? Well, we had somebody, uh, Charles, came over and said, do not cash any checks 
written to Jeff. I said, well, I am Jeff. They said, well, only Charles can be the one that can uh, take it off or get the okay. I tell him, I go, you got to go over there to this currency, tell them to take this brick off my check. He goes, well, give me your check. I said, all right, here. He goes, wait here, and then I'll go in and talk to him. He comes out, and he goes, yeah, he goes, they had to charge a fee. I go, a fee for what? He goes, well, to cash it, besides cashing it, to lift it. At that time, you know, you want to believe your your father. So I'm like, okay, well, how much? He goes, besides the fee, they took 20 bucks out. I go, they took $20 out to get so I could cash my own check. He goes, well, yeah, to lift it. I go, but you're the one that lifted, did it. He goes, yeah, well, that's too bad. That's the way it's got to be. I go, well, it's lifted. I goes, well, no, until they get that actual check from uh, the IRS or we went into some long thing. He goes, I got to go in and cash it for you. I go, so it's going to cost me the, the currency exchange fee along with 20 bucks. Well, yeah, I go, I'm not doing this anymore. He goes, well, where are you going to cash? I go, I don't know. I'll go downtown. I'll do something. He goes, well, next check, I'll go in there. We'll try and figure out. I go, well, can't you go back in there right now and do it? He goes, no, I got to have a check. Okay. So two weeks go by, go in there, give him the check. I go, get my money. Comes out. He goes, all right. They lifted it. He goes, but this time he only took 10 bucks. They only took $10. I go, did they lift it? He goes, yeah, you're all set. Oh, okay. Okay, so he cheated me out of 30 bucks. okay? The only way I can get that money back from him, which, you know, I didn't tell him I was mad or anything. I just acted like, you know, I believed him. So then I used to help him. He would drive midnights driving a cab. So, of course, I had nothing to do then after, uh, if I didn't have that week of delivering a beer, I had, uh, I would drive along with him. What he would do is he would keep the money in like this little pouch that he'd get. I went with him, I don't know, for like a week. And what he didn't know was when he would get out of the car, like the gas or get cigarettes, I would gently open up that pouch and take a couple of singles out. Nothing too much where he would notice it. Take a couple of singles out. One time I took a five out. I think I ended up probably taking about 40 bucks out. So I made 10 bucks on it. And he never maybe caught on to it. Maybe he didn't, but I didn't get greedy. I just took what, you know, what I could little without him noticing. So I didn't tell him till later what I did to him. But, um, oh, well, things happen for a reason. If I get that check, if my mom does not send it to the wrong address, very rarely made a mistake, but it was a good mistake. So. I get that money and go back to California, okay? And my whole life would be different right now. I'm sure of it. I'm absolutely sure of it. My mom's mistake paid off for my life, really, because it kept me here, you know, and then you know, I met Pam and everything went forward from there. If I get that money, I fly back to California, take the Greyhound, take the Greyhound back, go back living with either my Aunt Marge or my cousin Billy, and my whole life has changed. I'm done. I probably would have never made it to 30 years old. I'd have stayed in California. Yikes. Thank you, Mom, for making an honest mistake on this uh, Mother's Day. Uh, I, I've always wanted to tell it. One thing I would love to know is, like, if you could talk to your mom right now, what would you tell her? Well, I would tell her, thanks for getting us the hell out of Bridgeport in 1968. I, I told her that before, but I would tell her it again and uh, give her a nice long hug saying again, thank you, because that change the course of our lives. That move when you when a woman decides a mom decides I've had enough of my alcoholic husband and their alcoholic father who embarrasses them and this and that. I've had enough. I'm leaving. Scraped up enough money, got us out and then when again we left after Rednar's All Star game, we got on that Santa Fe train downtown and went to uh, uh San Bernardino. 
What was your mom's relationship with your dad? Did they fight a lot? Were they not really in the same room? Why did she let him back so many times? They, act, they actually had a good relationship, believe it or not, at least from what I could see. The only time they would, you've seen a couple of arguments, but I think they had a good relationship that he just blew because he was an alky. That's all. He was an only child, a spoiled child, and I don't think that he knew about responsibility, okay? He knew what it took to give six kids, but he didn't know how to be a father. So, you know, there was some good points in there, but, you know, the majority was he was drunk a lot, disappeared. So why do you think your mom always took him back? You know, there's an old saying that uh, women, even men too, if you love somebody that much, and I really believe my mom loved him, that it just, you know, they stay. There's a lot of people in bad relationships that just stay. And I think finally, finally, and I think I talked about it on that one where uh, I had that bloody nose where I think she just said, that's it. It was, uh, you know, you pick up and leave. What was best? Not what she thought was best. What was best for us was that was to just leave. Okay, and then part of her coming back, or bringing us back after a year, part of that was she was sick and uh, couldn't work, was we come back, but we don't live in Bridgeport anymore. Things happen for a reason. If she doesn't make that demand, we don't end up in West Pullman, okay, where our lives, you know, at least for Red and I, it thrived. And part of that demand was he quit drinking, but he didn't. She was a very strong woman, that very strong mother that did what was always best for her children, okay? So she literally sacrificed her life for the good of her kids, you know, and that's that's what you appreciate. I appreciate it. I know my brothers appreciate the effort, my sister, of what she did. And it cost her, literally wore her down. But again, as a mother, she literally sacrificed her life for her kids. That's all. You just look at her. If I had a chance, I would look at her, say, thank you for everything you did for us. That's what it's all about. Again, thank you, Mom. Uh, and happy Mother's Day to everybody out there, every mother out there. And uh, enjoy the day. And uh, this was uh, really good. So again, I will say it one more time. Thank you, Mom, for introducing me to coffee and changing my life. 12310 normal. You can pull it up on Google Earth and try and get a look at the house. So, yikes. That's it. Enjoy your Mother's Day. Producer, happy Mother's Day. Right? Yeah. Believe it or not, producer has a mother. Okay. Right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. See? And she's probably a great mother because she raised a great kid. Right? Thank you. Don't, you have, don't you have a twin? I do have a twin. See, so there's two of you out there. That's even better. Okay? I know. Double the Absolutely. fun. Absolutely. So enjoy your Mother's Day with your family. Okay. Okay. Right? Yeah. There's a few people I know that are real mothers, but we'll save that story for a, a rainy day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Signing off, and we'll see you next week. Wow. Instagram, which is at Mary B's fifth son, M A R Y B S number five T H S O N. Okay, any comments or suggestions, good or bad, send them to our email, which is Mary BS five S O N at gmail.com. So that would be M A R Y B S the number five S O N at gmail.com. To my mom, again, who always said two things will make a day go by better. Coffee and a smile. If you put those two together, you're going to have a good day.
Thanks again for joining us with Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. Join us next week. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Jeff Balser. The intro was by Yvonne Two Elements. Thank you. Uh, production by Downtown Media Works. Join us every Sunday morning for Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. And you can like and subscribe us on Apple Podcasts. And you can also find our website on Buzzsprout. Ah!